clothes. Can't live with them, can't live without them. Well, we can, but that's another story. I'm Susanna Constantine, and this is my Wardrobe Malfunction podcast, where each week I talk to a very special guest about their relationship with clothes. What's their comfort blanket? And what's their burial suit? And what, of course, is their ultimate wardrobe malfunction? Then, in Pyjama Party, I talk to another very special guest, you, to find out what clothing catastrophe makes your blood run cold. Please keep sending in your hilarious horror stories to help at mywardmal.com or find us at mywardmal. But now, let's get on to this week's guest. Anyone who's been to school in the past few years will know him already as Thatcher Joe, a YouTube megastar with 8 million subscribers and over 1 billion video views. God, I didn't know that. The rest of us got to know him and love him dearly on Strictly Come Dancing, where he got to the final and didn't win, but waltzed or tangoed or even sambered off with the gorgeous Diane. Yep, it's Joe Sugg who is now a West End superstar, author, actor, singer, and he's still only about 12 years old. I adore him, and I'm sure you will too. So let's grab the handles, open my wardrobe doors, and find out what's inside. I've got Joe Sugg with me. Hello. And he's brought a giant suitcase. <laughs> I'm so excited to see what's inside. I've got too many things that I could talk about. Good. Clothes wise, um, and plus, I'm quite a, I'm quite a small chap, so I could fit a lot of clothes in there. Yeah, that's so it's, true. It's packed. <laughs> but Joe, do you? So uh, just quickly tell me about what you're wearing now. It's pretty basic. Yeah, pretty basic. Um, I'm I've got um, Vans on. Yeah, classics. Natch. Can't go wrong with with a pair of Vans. I have way too many pairs of Vans. Mm. I've got a whole like cupboard devoted to Vans. Blue jeans today. Blue Go jeans. Go with blue jeans because it's nice outside. They look like old school Levi's, are they? No, these are, I think they're ASOS. I'm very like, I'm very high street, easy, okay. quick stuff. Very little uh, designer stuff that Just I wear. stand up quickly a second. Did you rip those deliberately or these, did they come like that? They came, they came originally a bit smaller holes, but over time... Where I've got up and sat down so much. Are you sure you didn't, you didn't get the razor blade out no, and do them deliberately? No, I haven't. But I do like that idea. I like the idea of like customization of clothes and stuff. That yeah. is quite because I'm quite a creative guy. So I I would like the idea. Although you one say day, it yourself, yeah, that's the thing. Mm. One day, I, one day I want to customize like denim jackets and stuff and leather jackets, like paint on them and things like that. You ought to do that with my daughter Esme because she does it on trainers. And oh, it's yeah. amazing. And she's yeah. done it on, on jeans as well. It looks so cool. And you get this, because there's no better feeling than when someone goes, oh, where's that Where's that from? That's so cool. And you say, well, actually, I, I did it myself. Yeah. I coloured it in my own shoelaces. Really? That's so cool. Because <laughs> I remember when I first met you and we were doing that glorious show, Strictly. Yes. My, my most humiliating time. Um, <laughs> and don't laugh. And you were wearing very, 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 very tight, white, ripped jeans. Was I? Yeah, I think so. Knowing me, it wouldn't have been white jeans. Okay. It, but it would have been tight, yeah. Which yeah. Is, which is weird because I have very, very like skinny legs. Yeah. So it's it's not, it's but I, I can't bring myself to wear a big baggy like 90s jeans. Why is that? Because most I, people who are very skinny are, especially guys, I think, are quite yeah. self-conscious about it. Yeah, uh, I think I realised 
very early on that my that the the sort of thin leg runs in my family. My dad, I think, was the same. But I went for a stage as a kid, uh, like a skateboarding stage, where I wanted to dress like a skater, mm-hmm. and that was when you wore like big baggy jeans. Yeah. And then since then, I've never really I've sort of changed over time, and it's always been about the ideal. The I guess like the ideal look on a guy was skinny jeans, and it has been for quite a while. I think. Yeah. Um, so I'm waiting for that for the for the trend to change back. Yeah. I can't wait. <laughs> really? So that sounds like you are quite um, a stickler for following fashion. Yeah, I I get if I for example I came wearing this hat, and which I love. Which before actually before I used to wear it every now and then, but like it's something that I would put on my head and think, oh, do I want to go out wearing this? Like it's what if it blows off my head in the wind and it's really embarrassing? <laughs> I've got to chase it down the road, which did almost happen on the way here. Yeah, and I do I do sometimes wear stuff and worry like and think I yeah. wonder what people will think of this what does it look so describe it to me it's quite it's like wide a, brimmed I was always big into Indiana Jones growing up he was like my hero oh my god so it's kind of like a brown it's not quite a cowboy hat it's more just a brimmed a brimmed hat I guess it's quite it's like one of those Australian hats almost. yeah kind of with like a little um, ribbon around it a little floral ribbon around it did you add that floral kind no, of curtain no. material yourself it came with it did it yeah so I was like that's going, you know, that's going straight in my in my uh, my virtual basket. Straight my basket. <laughs> yeah, it's like I think it looks good, and I, what I like is the way you the way you wear it on the back of your head. Yeah, and that's kind of a bit goes back to Thatcher Joe. Yes, it's the sort of farmer boy. Oh, isn't exactly. It? Yeah, it keeps the sun off the back of my neck. You know, it does the job. Get, keeps the sun off me. You know, the, the sun can be a cruel uh, a cruel mistress. That's the sea, isn't it? One yeah. of them. I can't yeah. remember. No, that is the sea. You've got to I respect think. it. Yeah. Respect the sun. But do you, do you still thatch? <laughs> uh, no, not anymore. Do you miss it? Uh, I do, actually, yeah. I think with what I do now, if someone was to ask me, Joe, what do you do for a job now? I'd find it very difficult to to say one thing. So I don't really like making it all like me, 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 me. I do this, I do that as well. And there's so many different things that I work on and different avenues that I've gone down of like career-wise now. It was so much easier back then just to be like, oh, I'm a roof thatcher, yeah. a thatch roof. And a lot of time, actually, I, I can say like, oh... Nowadays, I'm a YouTuber, and a lot of people will be like, well, what's that? I think being on the show helped that massively because now people kind of understand yeah. it a bit more. But like, I also run like a management company, and I used to have a production company, and uh, I've also written graphic novels and stuff like that. So I've yeah. done lots of different types of things. And you've had a, a hit single. We, sort of, yeah. Yeah, yeah that, was, that was like <laughs> just before we started, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So like, it's, I've never really boxed myself into one thing since making the switch from roof thatching to what it is now. Mm. But um, but I do miss the days of actually just having a, an actual schedule yeah. to my day as well of waking up at six, get on the roof for eight o'clock, finish at six p.m., go and see my nan, give her the paper, go home, and then just don't think about work until the next yeah. day. You know exactly what you're doing. You know the end goal of everything you do. Whereas with what I do now, there's not really like a the end goal is very like it changes all the time well, it's and, it's, and everything. It? Yeah. It's like I could get a. Uh, an email tomorrow and it's something completely different mm. like and a different area of work and I'm like kind of like oh is this going to be my thing now and mm. it's it's hard to pin yourself down to one thing so when you so I do uh, miss the thatching yeah yeah and also when you're thatching it's jeans and a plaid shirt yes. or whatever yeah. so now it's like do you I mean, how easy do you find it to dress for your different roles or do you just wear the same thing and not really care? It, it depends. Like, If I'm going to work from home, which I do quite a lot sometimes, yeah. um, filming videos and stuff, it's weird because I, when I was thatching, I always thought to look quite presentable for a thatcher. So I, if I, I, I did have occasionally like holes in my jeans 
Um, but I would then get a new pair of jeans or whatever, and I'd I'd wear like a like you said like a, a shirt and Lumber stuff like that, shirt, yeah, yeah, kind of that kind of thing. But now with YouTube, even though like the videos are being seen by like thousands and thousands of people, millions, and mi- yeah, it's millions, millions. Mm. It's uh, I don't think enough about what I wear in the videos. And I always wear the like, most basic stuff. Why do you say you don't think enough about it? Do you think you should think, be more considered? I think like thinking now, like it's like if you, I think as well from doing a lot more TV stuff. Yeah. Um, when I'm about to go on TV, I will really think about what I'm wearing. And you've got kind of got to think about like stuff that could potentially strobe on camera and yeah. that kind of thing. But also, you think, this is what I'm going to look like. And I realise that the amount of times um, from doing like TV work uh, that I've, I wear like the, sim- the same clothes, I'm like, that's really not good. I should get like a, actually like treat myself and get some new clothes for going on television. But I, I never thought about doing that for YouTube. Yeah. I'd always just wear the most basic simple clothes um, and nothing fancy hardly ever any des- designer stuff and I don't know I've, I don't know whether that sort of helps or doesn't help because I think if you're sat there in like head to toe and designer gear um, you look and, like a twat you, well you do one yeah. you look like a twat but two your 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 audience like for me my audience growing up I was very aware that my audience were quite were quite young mm. and I was like what is this like it's nowadays it's called flexing on your audience, mm-hmm. and I just don't I don't really get that. I don't understand like it's not. I, I don't think it's the kind of thing I I would rather teach my audience to sp- spend money on more important things yeah. than designer clothes because designer clothes go out of fashion so quickly. Yeah. Um, unless you're buying the right things that can then in, in the future be sold on for more. Mm. Um, also I, it's it's not what you're about you're no, about no, what exactly. you do and yeah. you've got you know a message it might be something really light-hearted yeah. it's not about what you're wearing yeah I think my whole like online career the whole thing I based it on was like a place where people can go to zone out of whatever it is they're they're thinking about and just have a bit of fun for yeah. like five or ten minutes that's like the whole thing yeah so I'm, I'm dressed pretty basic yeah so when do you think <laughs> about clothes any formal event still to this day when I see black tie on, a, on an invite I forget what that actually means i'm like do i have to wear because I, I i handed out an award recently at the baftas yeah and i didn't notice that it said black tie until i was already on the way there and i wore a floral tie like a blue floral oh my tie god joe no that is a no-no yes yeah, so, floral tie but I was with my, shame on I know, you i know but i was with my agent i sat there and i was like oh my god everyone's gone up so far as wearing a black tie i was like what should i do and he was like well you can borrow mine if you want so we and i was presenting the award with shirley ballas <laughs> as well and she looked amazing and there's me in my suit with a floral tie and i was <laughs> Asking everyone, panicking because I was about to go out and give this award out, thinking like, I'm about to go out there. I've just seen Benedict Cumberbatch in the audience, and I'm about to go out there with my blooming floral tie. Like, is this allowed? Like, because BAFTA is a big, it's a big deal. Yeah, huge. Um, and I, so I was, I was um, shit my pants a bit. Yeah, and I, you must have looked about twelve years old with your little floral tie. Yeah, no, I did, I did, I did, which is great because I'm, I'm approaching thirty now. So I want to I want to stay looking as young as possible for as long as possible. Yeah. <laughs> but do you get do you ever get asked for your ID? I know that doesn't happen you know I, so much here. Yes. But do you? I did in Sainsbury's the other day. Me and Diane bought a bottle of gin, mm-hmm. and I got ID'd. Diane didn't have to really? show hers, but I had to show mine. But I used to back in the day when I when I turned eighteen, all my friends were going out to nightclubs and bars for like sixteen, seventeen because they all had like beards and stuff at sixteen. Mm. 
I had like I didn't even grow One armpit chest hair. chest hair. Yeah, I didn't grow armpit hair till I was like twenty. No way, I, really? No way of a lie. I didn't grow armpit I hair. I could have given you 20. some of mine. <laughs> if anyone knew each other back then, <laughs> my burst open sofa that you know, needs a good waxing. I've received a lot of weird things in the post from from uh, fans and stuff, but that, I think that'd be the weirdest thing. Yeah, <laughs> Susanna's armpit hair. <laughs> <There> you go. <laughs> but um, but yeah, no. I so when I turned eighteen, I never went out with my friends before turning eighteen because I just did not want the embarrassment of being turned away for having fake ID or anything yeah. like that. So I uh, I was a good boy. I waited till I was 18. And even then I got ID. They would scratch my driver's license to see if no. it was like there's a little secret um, a little secret tracing paper zero on there because you could do that. That yeah. was the thing. You could get a receipt and you could tear off the little zero from the receipt and put it on your age, yeah. get a highlighter, colour it in pink, and a bit of nail varnish um, on top. Clear nail varnish, boom, there you go, fake yeah. ID. All my Sorry kids all my that. kids have had fake IDs. They've really? all got fake ideas. Yeah, see, These, I never yeah. I never did that. Yeah. I don't think my sister did either. No, we both we were both quite quite yeah. good. We were, we, were, uh, we didn't want to risk it. <laughs> but did you did you kind of like think about dressing to make yourself look older? No, because it never worked. Yeah. For, for me, growing up, the most frustrating thing, I was always so small for my age. I come from a family we just sort of have like that sort of small gene, mm. was small boned family. And uh, I always remember going shopping was an absolute nightmare for me because I wanted to dress like my mates who were all um, back in the day. The, the, the thing was like uh, Lyle and Scott mm-hmm. polo tops. And mm-hmm. I really wanted a Lyle and Scott. Everyone had like a Lyle and Scott jumper or a Lyle and Scott polo top. If you didn't, you weren't cool. Yeah. And uh, so we used to go to this shop called like John Anthony back in the day. Yeah. And, uh, and I'd try it on and I just feel so humiliated because I'd put it on small. The smallest size, the only sizes most shops had back then was... They'd go down to a small and that was it. Yeah. Extra small wasn't really a thing until I discovered Top Man. And Top Man was kind of the first that I knew of that did extra small. Yeah. So I was, it was a weird period of my life where I could fit into a, a kid's age 16. Yeah. So I, like for things like Ralph, La, like Ralph Lauren and stuff and like that. And Abercrombie and Fitch. Did yeah. you ever? Yeah. yeah. They so were, like them yeah. and Hollister. They were Hollister, like, Hollister yeah. was like a big one for me around that time because I couldn't fit into the cool stuff like Lion Scott yeah. and all those kind of brands that you'd find in those kind of shops. So I had to make do with uh, with Hollister, which I quite liked. It was very, yeah. it was actually quite good quality yeah. clothing. It was really soft, and I quite liked that. Yeah. Um, and then Joe, the, the I remember saying to you when we were doing Strictly, and you came out in your first uh, set of sequins, and you were wearing this amazing floral sequin shirt. Yeah. I don't even remember. I said to you, if you win, I'm going to buy that shirt for you. Oh yeah. Have you? And oh, no, I haven't got it. With me, oh, so I got so excited. excited. <laughs> and I was like, where is it? Where <laughs> I did think it? about it. And I thought, fuck, I can't be bothered. You haven't um, given me your armpit hair. You haven't given me the sequin <laughs> shirt. <laughs> but um, it must have felt, I mean, really weird for a heterosexual guy who's used to wearing jeans and T-shirt yeah. to suddenly be thrown, spat on by a, in a bucket of sequins. Yeah. It was, it was something that I knew I'd have to do. Like, you can't go on that show and avoid it. Mm. it you, you, you're sort of told from earlier on, like, You've got to do the spray tans. You've got we've got to experience it at least. Mm. And you, 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 if you really want to get part of the show, you know, and really experience it to the full, you've got to, you know, you've got to embrace the sequins and stuff. So I, I was mentally prepared for it. Yeah. But I, then the, in the back of my mind, I remember walking out in that coral. It was a coral suit, wasn't it? I had. Yeah, which was cool. Yeah, and I remember walking on that, and they because they sort of bring out the suit to start with, and you try it on, you're like, cool, yeah. this is fine, and then they take it away, and it comes back like two or three more times when you wear it. And each time before the show starts, they add more and more rhinestones onto it and sequins <laughs> and stuff. So by the end, you you say yes to the outfit, but by the time you walk out with the outfit on, it's been 
strictified. It's been yeah. proper done over. And I could remember putting it on thinking, my mate's going to see this because they're all watching. I knew yeah. they're all watching. And that's the first thing I always think is, what would my friends think of this? Like, I don't really care what the sort of general public thought. Yeah. I knew that like that's part of the show. They're strictly yeah. fans. They're going to enjoy it. They love, they love the sequence. Yeah. They love all that. For me, it was, um, I could almost feel the group chat in my pocket just burning away <laughs> with all my mates just being like, what is he wearing? Yeah. And even to this day, they still post pictures of me in different outfits into the groups being like, remember when you wore this? I'm like, yeah. Yep. When you look at yourself in the mirror... Yeah. Is there any part of you that you would like to change? Clothing or body? No, body. Body. Um, not really. No. I, I think I think I, over time, especially doing the job that I've done, I've learned that you're sort of, you're given this body. I know nowadays it's quite easy to change things if you want to. But I kind of, I've always had it in my mind of like, this is what I've got. I've got to learn to live with that. I, yeah. I, I'm, I've, I think a massive part of my humour in my YouTube videos is sort of like self-deprecation. Yeah. So like growing up at school, like people, I think people tried to tease me in year seven, like early, early days, but it never worked because I was always the first to take the mick out of myself because the obvious one that I would normally go to was I wish I was a little bit taller, I think. But actually I have a lot of compliments since doing the show. People have been like, actually, you're a lot taller than I thought because I hang out with a lot of tall people, like over six foot. So when they see me in real life, they, they assume that I'm tiny, tiny. Yeah. But when they, I've had a lot of people recently go, like, actually, you're a lot taller than I thought, which is which is nice. Mm. Um, but I, yeah, at school, I was always the first to sort of take the take the piss out of my own height, and then yeah. they straight away they were like, kind of like, oh, there's no point in us teasing this guy because he's yeah. already got that covered kind of thing. And that's how I've sort of been throughout my entire career. Is kind of very sort of like, there's not a lot people can say that would put me down about my physical appearance. Yeah, because you got it. If you do, I'm exactly the same. If you say it first, yeah. then you've taken the wind out of the sails. Exactly, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And they, they, then they'd have no reason to really sort of take the piss out of something yeah. because you, you've you already sort of covered it. You've already sort of said, look, you can mention that, but it's not going to affect me because yeah. I'm aware of it. And Were you ever bullied at school? No, so, not really. No. I got put in a bin once. Because you were small enough to fit in. Probably, yeah. Was it, it was like a little waist pe- one of those it, little pedal no, it was bins a, it in was, the loop. It was not that small. <laughs> it, was, it was quite a big bin. It was in photography in a dark room. Yeah. So I did photography at, at school. And uh, he's now actually one of my best mates. But mm. he put, decided to put me in a bin. And there was no escape. He's, he's about my height as well. Um, and But he's very strong. And he managed to pick me up and put me straight into this oh bin. And you only get put in a bin and you sort of fold in half. Yeah. So you can't actually get yourself out. Yeah, you get you're wedged. Kind of like you're wedged in. Yeah. It was horrible because I'm quite claustrophobic. Yeah, but uh, but then we became best mates and went travelling together. So, <laughs> so you bought a suitcase along. I did. Yes, I did actually bring some. I did actually bring some like little throwbacks. Oh, it, good. They mean so much to me. Like, but from said particular dance show. Oh, probably, do you get that, some? That, do you get to keep some of them? Uh, I'm probably not allowed to keep them. So, okay, he's a I thief. Just, I just sort of uh, they just found their way into my home. Okay, so what's coming out of the suitcase? And can I just quickly say, your packing is atrocious. Yes, I know. I was in a rush this morning. Don't make excuses. I uh, I just wedged it all in. But you'll see why, because one of these items takes up actually most of the suitcase. Okay, bring it out. It's going to be a onesie, isn't it? No. So, (gasps) it's a hoodie. Okay. This is my, like, my comfort blanket. That is, like, a proper... That is... Okay, so I'm holding up a grey hoodie... And it's as thick as kind of shag bar pile carpet. Yes. And um, it looks like you might drown in it. Yeah, Joe. that's the idea. So, like, if it's ever, I I have bad circulation. Okay. <laughs> right? Oh my 
God, you're only 29, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so I, I much prefer being too hot than too cold. I'm one of those really? ones. Yeah, I can't stand being too cold. So if I'm at home or it's a rainy day or something like that, this is like my, or I'm having like a sofa day or watching a film on the sofa, this is like my go-to. Do you have no central heating in your home? I do, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just, I just love it's having just this on. It's just the comfort. Yeah, and I know when I've got this on, I'm just chilled out. Takes out. If I've had a re- if I've had a hard day or a long day, I get home, get into this, and yeah. I'm like, I'm then just like chilled. Okay, so next, uh, next up, uh, well, have you got anything that really caused you embarrassment? Embarrassment. Hmm. I would say, if I can talk about it, yeah, go on. Maybe this sh- this shirt. Okay, well, so this nice. shirt is from is actually from um, All one Saints, of the, but it's from one of the uh, dances that we did. Oh, uh, when from you our were, waltz. yeah, and uh, I got a lot of stick for that outfit because the trousers, because the trousers were up by my nipples. Oh yeah, yeah and they yeah. said that it was such a high. So it just reminds me of that. I love that dance. Yeah, but this this said thing reminds me of. I don't know why I still have it. I probably should give it back. If you want it back, let me know. It just reminds me of that day and like that outfit. And I think looking back on the outfits, that one got the most stick. Yeah. So that gave me a little. How bit of interesting because I would have thought that was mo the that outfit was most synonymous with Thatcher Joe. Yeah, that or the Cotton Eye Joe outfit. I yeah. Think. Yeah. Very very true. I actually really like the outfit. Yeah. But the reaction that it got because you know like afterwards you you do the door burst. Yeah. Um, and you could then see all the comments below on the Instagram feed of like what people thought your dance, and you could you could oh, see I it. Didn't and they dare were, and they, look at any they of would that. be brutal, <laughs> and uh, and they, they were actually really nice to me a lot yeah. most of the time. Because um, the worst thing is when you get like scored. They thought you got scored too high because mm-hmm. then they'd really go in on you, being like, "No mm. way was that worth this." And you're like, "Oh, I tried really hard. I worked twelve hours a day yeah. for a whole week on this." Um, but. Uh, yeah, they really went in on this outfit. Mm. So that's for me, was a bit of an, I guess, like an embarrassment. Okay, yeah. And what's that kind of nylon orange flammable thing? So this thing? has a great story. Okay. You're, so you're going to hate this. Okay, so it's like a football strip. Sort of, yeah. It's like a kind of like a, yeah, like it's a Diodora. Uh, what's Diodora? I guess they were like, I think they were like the rival to Adidas back in the day. Okay. But the funny thing is, this has now kind of become fashionable again. Well, fashionable, but cool. Yeah. Like, a lot of kids are wearing this kind of brand, I think, again now. Yeah. So this shirt, when I was younger, my first ever sort of girlfriend, I fancied this girl because I was really into fossils and like archaeology. Oh, and God. And uh, she, was, she was also into fossils. Yeah. And owned a telescope. And I fancied her because I was like, she's got a telescope. That's Ooh, so cool. Yeah. So she was like my first like big cr- proper like crush. She was from somewhere like Ipswich or somewhere. Mm. I, back when I was 10, I didn't know where that was. Mm. I knew it was far away. Um, but we stayed in contact via letters. Mm-hmm. So we used to send letters to each other. Joe Sugg actually wrote a letter. I used to write letters okay. to this girl. And back then, you couldn't just send a selfie to each other and that kind of thing. And I, I, I kind of forgot what she looked like. <laughs> and you did that thing of like, let's send each other photographs of, mm. each, of each other. So I had to borrow my mum's camera. And I wanted to send her a picture to really impress her because I was going to ask her to be my girlfriend in the next letter. Oh, Joe. So I wanted to make sure that she fancied me. So I, what I did was I oh. got my mum to get a camera. You know, the old ones was like, and yes. you had to like actually take them to get developed and stuff. So we didn't know what it looked like. Do that noise again. I like it. It's very good, yeah. <laughs> but um, I got in this te- this shirt. Mm. Uh, I gelled, slicked my hair back with my dad's gel. Yeah. I'm wearing my judo medals because I did judo back then. Oh I've got, Piling it on. I've got some fossils in one hand or like my trowel or something, my fossil yeah. trowel. 
and I'm holding a my favorite teddy bear, Rupert, from back in the day. And I'm smiling in this picture, wearing this shirt because this was my favorite shirt as a kid. Because I thought this was the coolest shirt. And I this owned. is from when you were ten years old. This so, orange so number. So no, so that's oh. it, that. The original one was from a boot sale because okay. all my clothes grabbed as a kid was from a boot sale, pretty much. But um, that shirt. I thought about thought about it like a few months ago, thinking like, "What? I remember that shirt was like. I used to think that was the coolest shirt." And I looked on uh, Depop, yeah, um, which is where people sort of sell their secondhand clothes. Depop. <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah, thank God. <laughs> and then um, and I found it. I typed in Diodora orange shirt, and I found it. I was like, that is the exact same. No. So it could be the same shirt. Who knows? But, a but bit bigger, that's the exact same shirt, yeah. How amazing! And, and have you worn it? Since? I had to get it. No, I've never worn it. But now it's like a keepsake of like yeah. reminding me of my childhood and like a childhood memory and my first kind of pen pal girlfriend. Mm. When that do you feel or, uncomfortable in clothes? When do I feel uncomfortable in clothes? Um, back in the day when I used to go out to like nightclubs and stuff, mm. I think I went for a phase where I really didn't know what I wanted to wear and I always felt very self-conscious about what I wore then. Mm. More so when I moved to London, going mm. out to, the, I used to go out to um, some like really like cool places because mm-hmm. um, of like, having large following and stuff mm. makes it incredibly a lot easier than you think to get into really cool places when mm. they, when you're with like certain people or that kind of thing. Um, and it, being the, a country boy, it was a big shock mm. to me. So I, I didn't really know what was cool to wear in a kind of like club slash bar mm-hmm. environment. So I always felt, I, I think I always felt... let me try and guess yeah. what you wore. Okay. I reckon you wore the kind of... So this would have been when? About eight years ago? Uh, probably about Ten. five or oh, six. Okay. Did you wear the kind of short sleeve, baggy, fat boy slim shirt? No. Slightly bordering on Hawaiian? No. No? So no, I was more I was more like, it was kind of like all black, quite like all saintsy, kind of drapey, kind of but Ooh. slightly tight clothes. Sounds hideous. Yeah. No, it was, look, looking back on it, <laughs> it was. I've got like a, I've got, I went for a phase of mm. buying disgusting shoes. Okay. That were like that were designer. Yeah. But I went for a phase of thinking that was cool. Mm. I look back at it now thinking like, what was I thinking? Like with those it's kind of funny now. Like I always see the fun side and I think like yeah. that's funny that like, I used to actually wear that stuff. And so was and, that would you consider that to be your worst wardrobe malfunction or have you had something even uh, more horrific? I have had things way more horrific that okay. actually have kind of that also link with that those kind of nightclub mm. going out clubbing clothes, that kind of era of my life. I'm a forgetful untagger. Okay. Is that the right fate? R- yeah. Right term? What, from clothing's, clothing that you've nicked? No, that, that I've bought. Yeah, no, the... Not, the, not the security. <laughs> <laughs> not that one. The, uh, like the actual yeah, tag, tag. The label. Yeah. yeah. There's been times where I've forgotten to take the label out and I've gone out and I've had girls come up to me being like, you do realize you've got the, the lab- your labels hanging out. Oh, so I have done that many a time. Yeah. And I've also done the old like going out with my clothes, my actual t-shirt inside out. Because a lot of these t-shirts nowadays... Sometimes you can't tell if they're inside out or not. Yeah. That's the look. The look is to kind of look inside out sometimes. Yeah. People are running out of ideas. I don't know. But I, I've, there have been times where I've gone out with my T-shirt inside out. Yeah. This is not due to alcohol either. This is mm. not anything like that. It's it's just because I'm, I don't know. In a rush? Yeah, in a rush or just not thought about it. Okay, Joe. So what is the item of clothing that you love mm-hmm. so much but everyone else hates? Does it have to be in my, my no, little... No, uh, can be um, in, just describe what's it. What's the item of clothing that I love everyone else hates? Clothing or an accessory? can be either. I like... It, it sounds bad, but I like... A cock ring. Uh, it's not a cock <laughs> ring. Okay. <laughs> I, I, do, I, do, I am one of these people that do wear glasses that aren't prescription. 
I know, I'm sorry. You're a glasses yeah. bear. You're going to hate that. But it's but I, I I do I like to accessorize with my outfits. I do like and people always say it suits me. I've not had my eyes tested since I was eight years old. That's so weird. I thought you did. I thought they were prescription glasses. Yeah, everyone does, yeah. But I like wearing it just to go with what I'm wearing. You know what? Accessory. You have to go. I think I said to you before. Go to Tom oh, Davis. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. And go and get them they, made for your face. Yeah. But I need to have it tested first. I don't know if I actually need them yeah. or not. But put these on. He'll do un-prescription un, un ones but, too. Put them on. But people hate that because they're like, you don't need glasses. They look so great. you're a bit blurred there. Yeah. But these are for far away, aren't they? They're both. Oh, are they? Oh, top part. So they're the reading bottom. and very yeah, focused. So slightly yeah. blurred for me. But they really suit you though, do they? actually. Yeah, you suit kind of heavy frame glasses. That's the thing. So everyone says that I suit them. Yeah. And they find out that they're not real they and, think then they, and, they, and they think yeah they don't like it yeah. so they hate that I wear them but I love it yeah. it makes me it's like a, it's like wearing a mask yeah. I love anything that's like wearing a mask exactly um, and so I feel like I'm in a character mm. it's like with a hat with the glasses I feel like I'm like playing a character kind of and then I feel more confident what Joe would you like to be buried what would be your burial uh, suit I think my burial suit I've, I kind of I would maybe do like a mix I bought this like this starry shirt because um, I'd like to think kind of like the the sort of life I've had. I've done some really really. I've been very very lucky enough to do some really cool stuff, mm. and so I feel like that shirt kind of represents like my life as of like kind of the last sort of six years okay, in terms so of like is... not saying I'm a star, but just saying like it's kind of like more sparkly, a bit, a bit glam, a bit like yeah, a bit sort of. Um, Subtle because it's dark colors. So it's, but it's, it's got a black a shirt with small white stars. Yeah, but then um, also I've got. I couldn't decide. That's why I bought quite a lot because I want you to okay. help me. I also bought this t-shirt in because I love this t-shirt. I, it's kind of like my kind of style of like what I the sort of thing that I used to like my kind of look quite cash kind of like the kind of old school kind of vintagey look. Yeah, MTV t-shirt, yeah. music, like, television. Very cash, kind yeah. of like skatery, kind of like chilled. Reminds me of like holidays and just not taking life too seriously. Yeah, I then, think that slightly, if you wore that in your coffin, it would be a bit kind of premature death. Yes. Because it's yeah. quite childish. True. Yeah. 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 So hopefully I won't, hopefully I will never have to wear that no. again. <laughs> okay. So let's forget <laughs> the t shirt. And then I bought these. Oh, we got some shoes in shoe bags. Well, that's because these, these mean a lot to me. Okay. These are very special shoes. Oh my god! Look at those. Did you nick those from Strictly? Uh, they, I think they let me have them. Okay, so we got a pair of. They Converse. let me have them, but this was from my very <gasps> first dance, so they hold like a real special place to me. Yeah, and I think Wait if I go, and I think oh, if oh, someone digs me up in like five hundred thousand years time, if I'm not burnt, yeah, um, I would love them to find that and be like, "Whoa, what the? Are they?" Yeah, I, I mean? think those are. Sublime. Okay, yeah. so they're a pair of Converse. What do you call these? High top Converse. High top Converse is where and I love favorite shoes. Studded with rhinestones, silver rhinestones, mm-hmm. and the white sole. And I think, yeah, that that kind of weirdly, it's like the shoe itself is totally you. Yeah, quite cash, yeah. quite cool. Yeah, quite you know young at heart. Mm-hmm. And then you've got the sparkles, which represent the heaven that you're going to. Yes, hopefully it's not yeah. hell. And, um, yeah, and the, your time in Strictly, happy life. Yeah. They're joyous, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. 
Okay, well, I will make sure... No, I'll be dead way before you, but I was thinking I could... You never know. ...make sure that I'm with you on your deathbed and I can slide them onto your feet because I think they are... Like Cinderella style. (laughs) ...essential coffin-wearing shoes. They're amazing. Can you imagine, like, if, like, like, Tutankhamun's tomb, they dig up Joe Sugg's grave in the future and they see me wearing these, they'd be like, he was definitely a cool kid. Yeah. Joe, to round up, tell me when you're happiest in your clothes and what you're wearing. When I've got a good tan... Okay. Instantly, and then makes me look better in clothes for some reason. Yeah. I think when I've actually put a bit of thought and effort into it, which is actually quite rare. Mm-hmm. As you can see, I'm quite like a basic kind of basic bitch. I'm quite a basic boy when it comes to clothes, you know, just simple t-shirt, yeah. jeans, shoes, boom. But when I kind of like accessorize, so when I've got like my rings on, my jewelry and like I've actually thought about it and tried to coordinate a little bit. That's when I kind of feel a bit more confident and I feel good. Okay. You don't um, fit and when do you feel most self conscious in clothes? When I try something new for the first time. Okay. And I try and go something a bit out there, that's when I feel a bit So what would that worried. be? What kind of thing? Um that would be either like a real like loud shirt, mm-hmm. maybe, or um when I wore my sort of checkered trousers for the first time, I got a lot of stick for them for my mates. Mm-hmm. Um so I was always a little bit like, Oh, don't know about mm. this. But then you just gotta you just gotta embrace it and you gotta think I mean, they're not going to go home still being like, <laughs> Joe's trousers from earlier on. They're, they're not they still thinking that. that. They've yeah, got their own first pro- impressions, They've got their own it? problems to think about. They've got yeah. their own clothes to worry about. And, you know, like I think a lot of the time as well, clothing can be, if you're making like bold choices, it can be subjective. There'll be people mm. out there that'll think, oh my God, those are so cool. Mm. There'll be people out there that'll think, they're horrible. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's just like, it's one of those things you can't please everyone. Mm. Now, I've got a little present for you. Ooh. Don't get too excited. <laughs> This is not, please don't be armpit hair. No, it's not armpit hair, but it's <laughs> kind of basically because you, you're kind of approaching 30. Yes. To me, you are Peter Pan. Okay. Okay. You're always going to be, in my mind, kind of like early twen- late teens, early 20s. Yeah. So this is for when you graduate to oh, suit wearing. A Peter Pan outfit. And, oh, no. <laughs> and they are cedar wood. Okay. Mothballs for your wardrobe. So if you've got any I've heard wool of mothballs. or cashmere, but they're not the ones that really stink. They're natural and they're actual cedar wood. Oh, and they'll keep oh, the mothballs away much. for your wardrobe. I think I remember going to like charity shops with my mum to get yeah. clothes. And we used to go in and she'd say, oh, it smells of mothballs in here. I always thought mothballs were actual balls that moths made. Okay. No? No. Well, but you can get, oh. you get like these little white mothballs which smell of chemicals. So mothballs aren't natural ones. that are made from moths? No, they're not. Uh, I always thought they were like something the moths made. And I was oh like, can't the charity just get rid of the moths? Yeah, no, this gets rid of the moths. Keeps the moths away. Because the moths eat your clothes. Every oh. single bit of cashmere that I have in my wardrobe has been eaten by moths. Really? Yeah, so I have to wear all my jerseys with holes in them. I haven't seen a moth in a long time. Yeah. Well, you don't see them. But if you find on your... If you find on your um, sweaters, like yeah. it lo- almost looks like cobweb... Yeah. Like a little clump of cobweb. Uh, That's the moth eggs. Not anymore. Not anymore. Not anymore. Thank you, you very much. You've got your moth, moth ghoulies. Thank you. Yeah. That'll explain my jeans. They're covered in holes. <laughs> they, don't like, why. they don't like denim. Oh, London moths do. Do they? London moths, they're tough. They're like the, have you seen the foxes in London? Yeah, I have. They carry around flick knives. The moths are the I same. Know. They're hard. <laughs> they all eat through denim, trust me. Oh, thank you very much. Pleasure, my darling. You've been a superstar. Thank you. Joe, what an impressive and adorable young man. Note to future guests, he even brought a little suitcase filled with clothes and mementos 
Thanks, Joe. And now, it's the Pajama Party. And today's an extra special one, as I'm joined here by our house band duo. It's Will and Ben! God, you guys, you're just, you are effing incredible, I've got to say. And we are here in our pyjamas. Yours are sad excuses for pyjamas, but I am in (laughs) Shah Majesty pyjamas. You're very glamorous compared to us. Which are amazing, aren't they? They're They're so bloody cool. (laughs) So, um, guys, have you ever had a wardrobe malfunction? I think you have, Will. I have, yeah. I've had quite a spectacular one, yeah. What happened? So... Uh, we were on our way to a gig, quite a posh one, because I was definitely wearing a suit. And we were on a train, and I'm pretty sure I got off it. Basically, I was picking up an amplifier on said train, and the whole of the trousers split <gasps> on the back. So my, my ass basically fell out of the back of my trousers. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was quite embarrassing. Then we had to go up the tube and go and find trousers whilst me trying to cover up my... Were you, what pants were you wearing underneath? I wasn't wearing any pants. No, I wasn't. No, no, no I wasn't. <laughs> oh, no, 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 I wasn't. I'm sure I was just wearing Of course not, because I remember he's us being funny, so that would not have been <laughs> But did you kind of walk behind him and try and cover him up? No, you know what? I just tried to disappear. Like, I don't yeah. know that guy. <laughs> I don't know him. Go yes, away. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we got some trousers, and uh, yeah, it was the gig went ahead. The gig went new ahead. new trousers, yeah. And you've got a big gig coming up soon in London, haven't you? Yes, we do. Tell me, when, where? 16th of March. 16th of March. Do you want me to tell you where it is, too? It's at Zidell's. Zidell's? What's Zidell's? Uh, it's a brasserie, isn't it? It's like it's a. It's in Soho, a, isn't it? Yes, it is in Soho. Okay. You know more about it than we do. Yeah, I do. I do. It's probably <laughs> that's, <the> manager? <laughs> that's going to be amazing. I think it's going to be a really good gig, yeah. And you guys have had t- uh, two albums so far. Three, actually. Three? You've yeah. had three out? Three outs. Okay. Yeah. And Duo guitar. Huh? Walking in the next one. Really? You're amazing. These two guys came for Esme, my daughter, for her 18th birthday. These guys came to play and all all the girls had crushes on you and all the mums and you were fucking unbelievable, I've got to say. <laughs> but um, you looked such a mess, which is fine because it was a teenage party, but I want to take you guys shopping to get you sorted <laughs> for your gig. So we're going to do that. Okay, okay you got it. Before we go, one final huge thanks to Joe Sugg for joining us and, as ever, to you for listening. Now, let's hand over to the dynamic duo to play us out. much guys so until next week my wardrobe is officially 
closed. Mm-hmm.